is actually when I was a counselor at camp, um, we did the pirates who don't do anything. And these were my drumsticks. So this is the best sword I had, but <clears throat> so they would carry these curved swords under their cloak, right? And they would sneak up. Um, I feel like I skipped something here. Yeah. So the zealots went, they went underground and they started a subgroup, um, and they were highly skilled assassins, right? These assassins were called the Sakari. There's the slide. All right. So Sakari means dagger men. So they had these, these curved swords that they would hide under their cloaks. So come on over here. You're going to face that way. So they would hide under their cloaks and they would come out of the darkness and essentially they would go up to Roman political leaders or even people that didn't agree with how they viewed things. And they would, every, every time they would come up and stab right between the ribs and through the heart of the person. So just like right through. And they would do that every time because they're very skilled at it, right? So this is the type of crowd that Simon was hanging out with. So you're dead. All right, you can go sit down. Thanks, Tyson. All right. So these are the kind of guys that Simon was hanging out with. And this is who he was known as. He was Simon, who was called the Zealot. <laughs> um, so it would, it would be very well known in this time who he used to hang out with. So they did all this guerrilla warfare because they thought they were doing God's work, right? So they were just as passionate as the Pharisees about following the law, but they believed that God would fulfill prophecy. He would come in human flesh as the Messiah to rule over everything. And through probably through brute force is what they thought. And he would bring back Israel to its glory days back when Solomon was a king and they had everything they could ever want. So when Jesus came on the scene, you can see why Simon and other zealots would be attracted to Jesus who claimed that he's the son of God, right? <clears throat> and it's even argued on whether or not Judas Iscariot would have been a part of this group too, um, which is interesting to see how they went in different directions. But later on, after Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead, he sent the disciples, including Simon the Zealot, out to do miracles and healings. And the Sadducees got jealous of all the crazy stuff that the apostles were able to do uh, through the Holy Spirit and the respect that they were getting from all the people. So the Sadducees threw them in prison to try to get them to stop preaching the gospel. But God sends an angel to break them out of the prison. If you guys know this story. And he tells them to continue sharing the gospel to everyone. So they do. The, and they go out into the streets and they start telling people about Jesus and continue to do what they were doing. So the Sadducees are furious. They begin, or they, they bring them into begin questioning them. And this is what happens. So we're going to go to Acts 5, 27 through 42. It's going to be on the screen. So don't feel like you got to pull it out, but you can if you want to. Um, so it's Acts 5, 27 through 42. So it says, and when they had brought them, they set them before the council and the high priest questioned them saying, we strictly charged you not to teach in this name. Yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us, meaning Jesus. But Peter and the apostles answered, we must obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised Jesus, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. 
And we are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were enraged and wanted to kill them. But a Pharisee in the council named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, held in honor by all the people, stood up and gave orders to put the men outside for a little while. And he said to them, Men of Israel, take care what you are about to do with these men. For before these days, Theodos rose up, claiming to be somebody, and a number of men, about 400, joined him. He was killed, and all who followed him were dispersed and came to nothing. After him, Judas the Galilean, who we talked about, rose up in the days of the census and drew away some of the people after him. He too perished, and all who followed him were scattered. So in the present case, I tell you, Keep away from these men and let them alone. For if this plan it, or this undertaking is of man, it will fail, just like the other two. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You might even be found opposing God. So they took his advice, and when they had called in the apostles, they beat them. <laughs> so they still beat them. Um, and then they charged them not to speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. Then they left the presence of the council rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name. And every day in the temple and from house to house, they did not cease teaching and preaching that Christ is, or that the Christ is Jesus. So did you catch the difference there? In this, in this passage, we get to see two completely different approaches on obeying God, right? So in verse 37, this Pharisee points out that Judas the Galilean and the zealots that followed him were killed and came to nothing, right? Because God wasn't for them. But the apostles were doing something different than these other rebellions. They were helping and healing people in Jesus' name. They weren't violently and randomly killing people that didn't agree with them. They had, com they had a completely different model. And a completely different mindset. Their goal was to simply share the good news that Jesus was already the conquering king. And anyone who chooses to accept his sacrifice and repents of their sins gets to join the kingdom of God, his church. And anyone can accept that free gift. Pharisees, Sadducees, Essenes, Zealots, everybody. The church didn't fall into any specific political party in that day. The apostles themselves were all from uh, very different, completely different backgrounds. As we've already seen up to this point, and we'll continue to see as we move forward in the series, Matthew was a hated tax collector. They were the worst of the worst in that time. Uh, because they were essentially seen as the enemy, and they stole from their own Jews, their own people. And a bunch of them, a bunch of the apostles, too, were fishermen. Some were scholars. And Simon was a straight-up terrorist. And yet, they all worked together. And with the exception of John, every single one of them were killed and martyred for teaching the gospel. And Jesus was the thing and the person that brought them together. What he did on the cross unites each and every one of us in a way that nothing else in the world could ever hope to do. So I hope 
that Forge looks like a ragtag group of people that have no business hanging out together. Because that makes people take a second look at us and wonder what it is that brings us together. When Jesus chose his 12 closest disciples and called them his apostles, he not only welcomed them in with open arms, regardless of their background, he also fully intended to use them as the foundation that he would build his church on. How crazy is that? That he took this ragtag group of guys just to prove his strength, his glory, and he built his church on these guys. A terrorist, a tax collector, a couple fishermen, a couple book readers, and he built his church on them. Jesus set the example that we follow and use on a daily basis here at Forge as part of our model. We help people feel like they belong here first and foremost before we can expect them to believe in Jesus or behave like Jesus or become like Jesus. We want them to feel like they belong here. If you're new here tonight, we want you to feel like you belong here because we hope that the Spirit of God is in this place and that that is what's welcoming you here through each and every one of us that know Jesus. So Jesus set the example that we follow and use on a daily basis. <clears throat> he took the outcasts and not only made them a part of what he was doing, he called them his closest friends. So when you leave here and you go back to school tomorrow, keep that in mind. That there is no one that is so far gone or so different from you that you can't share Jesus with them. Jesus is going to put somebody on your heart this week, and you need to not push that away. There's going to be a reason for that and a time that he puts on your heart to reach out to that person. So there's no one that is so far gone or different from you that you can't share Jesus with them, starting with helping them feel like they belong, both here and in your group of friends or even with you. So Work on that this week. Work on listening to what God has for us and how he wants us to reach out to the people around us. Because otherwise, we're just sitting on the best blessing that we've ever been given. And we don't want to do that. We don't, we don't want to hoard it to ourselves. We want to give it to everybody we possibly can. So keep your eyes and ears open, guys. I'm going to pray for us. God, thank you so much for your disciples. Thank you for the example that you set in welcoming the outcasts, welcoming the people that have no business hanging out together and have no business making the most successful religious revolution in the history of the world. Thank you for that example. Help us to have that kind of fire in us this fall, this year, as we seek to make a difference in the lives of the people that are around us in our schools and, and here at Forge, too, that we would see people that need you and reach out to them, that we would have eyes and ears that are open and soft to listen and feel what you have and what you are doing around us. So, God, we ask that you would help us to do that and pray these things in your name. Amen. You guys want to stand with us and we'll sing a couple more.